Yes, sir. Welcome to the Emerald Perspective. Ooh. Season two. We Season two. We, we made it. Yeah, we made it, man. It took a couple week break, but we uh, added our third amigo. Yep. He finally got a mic. <laughs> no more background talking to all our viewers who are requesting that. Your request has come to fruition. So everybody, let's reintroduce our host and now co-host, or I guess our sponsor and now co-host, our older brother, Stuart Jennings, or my older brother. What's going on? I'm excited to be here. Honestly, it's been a great journey. How many episodes in season one? Twelve. Twelve. Good lord. Great number two. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. That's right. right. Not a good week. But. Had a tough... Had a, <laughs> you guys had a tough week this week. Tough Man, week. Tough week. All I'm saying is Josh Allen's grandma passed away the night before. If that's that doesn't a, happen, ooh, I don't know reach. if he goes off like that's that. That's a reach. He got that energy. He got that energy. He had uh, angels in the end zone. <laughs> angels in the end zone. Man, Warner Brothers, Warner, I can't even speak. Warner Brothers better uh, not steal that copyright, man. I Come know. on, dog. Sorry. So, what have you guys been up to uh, these last couple weeks since we've been taking a break? Stu, how was your break? We'll start with you. Honestly, it was boring because my life still stayed the same. I know you two did some stuff. I literally did nothing but not record for the podcast. So, Mike, what's yeah. good? What'd you do? Um, you know, I've just been working, slanging dog harnesses. Um, also, I had a Halloween party that I went to. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Very low key. Uh, yeah, made a lot of food. That's right. Had some fun. It was a grand old time. And shout out to Amber, Mike's girlfriend. She killed it with the Halloween treats and food. And decorations. There was a little photo booth that she made with skeletons and like bales of hay. We're the only ones that took the picture. I mean, there wasn't that many people there, so it was hard to like, you know. Get a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like on different wavelengths too, so. Oh, yeah. It was... It wasn't going to happen. But, yeah, shout out to Amber. That was great. Wonderful. Come on, Amber. Yeah, so uh, I went to Pismo Beach yeah. with the fam. I, uh, my parents were in Arizona. We went to see my uh, nephew, me and Stu's nephew's uh, baptism. And my parents stayed in Arizona, came back to Seattle, and then they drove up to Pismo, which is where uh, we have friends and family over there. I went to our Italian uncle's restaurant. It was pretty lit. And uh, it was actually my birthday, too. Giuseppe's so. on Pismo Beach. Hey, Check it out. If y'all are in the Central Coast. Two eight. Ooh, 28, yeah. really? Damn. Yeah, we're, we're, we're up there. We're up there. So, I mean, um, yeah, it was dope. It fell on my birthday, so that was sick. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, traveling during the pandemic is pretty crazy. And uh, depending where you're at in the country, it's just the airports look really different. What was, like, the seating situation inside the plane? So, it was every other row. They, they held to it? Alaska was good. Delta, because I flew with Delta like there and then Alaska back, Delta was awful. Don't fly Delta, people, because they're seating people right next to each other. Some people are space, some people aren't, and it's like, and the you pilot. You know why? Why? Because they're losing, especially the airlines in its entirety is losing a lot of money. And yeah. especially like Delta took a fat hit because, you know, with the pandemic, it like swept. Yeah. Like, like finances, all the money, all that stuff that went towards the. They even have a bill that's going to try money to go finance the, the airlines. Yeah. Bail them out. So Delta was like, nah, frick this. We're going back to normal. Yeah. and <laughs> But even like more so than that, the pilots that were flying were super rude on Delta. And oh. 
didn't they didn't address put us. your seatbelt on. Yeah, well, they didn't address us at all, which I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to fly the plane. But you could just see the difference if I'm comparing the two of them. Like, the pilots for Alaska spoke to us several times during the flight, and then as soon as we landed, they, like, got out of the cockpit and, like, waved at all of us as we walked by. I never saw the Delta pilots, and I heard them once. They were like, we're going to be landing in 30 minutes. Please get in your chairs. You know, I had the the great opportunity working for them for about a year, and it was was cool, man, but, you know, when we got to fly, I I have to agree. Yeah. Because, like, with Alaska, I don't know, they just, their customer service is huge. Oh, for sure. It's it's like, very, it's pushed hard. And the airlines. We use Russell Wilson as as your sponsor, you better be freaking nice. Oh, for oh sure. seriously. That's God's shout quarterback out to Delta. right there. I got fired, but... Yes, yeah, Stu, why don't you tell us... Did you compete in your strongman tournament over yeah. there? Yeah, and I actually had the best time, so I got to pull a plane. That was cool. Yeah. But How for my competition, though... Oh, it's a lot. I can't even... I don't know, but... A lot. Well, to try out, we had to pull a F-350... And I pulled it the fastest. A truck, right? Yeah. How dang? How far did you have to pull it? I think it was like twenty yards. I think. Damn. Nice. And I pulled it in like I think it was like eight seconds. Sit in neutral or in park? Oh, like if it was in park, no one could do that. <laughs> Freaking the Hulk can do it. But let's put me. the emergency brake on. Pull this shit. No, nah, but it was cool, man. It was, it was cool. Delta working at Delta, especially just learning about airplanes, aircrafts. Like it's like a legitimate like, bro. Because, like, even during, like, training, like, they're really big on, like, you could lose your life on this job. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, dang. And then, like, could they taught, because um, around that time when I worked there, our boy, like, this is not to throw shade at Willa. I love you, Junior. I was going to say, what about you. the dude fell asleep? So when, he, so when I got the job, yeah, that just happened. So at Menzies, there was a worker who fell asleep in the cockpit. I don't know how he survived. Junior, I don't know how you survived. The grace of God was over you, but Uh, he survived. Yeah. And he came back. And so at my orientation, yeah. Because they're like, they hear someone going, do, 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 do. Help me. In the orientation. That's scary, bro. They literally were like, and they were were dogging you, Willa. I'm going to be honest. He said, don't be the idiot that fell asleep in, in the thing at Menzies. And I'm just like, dang, bro. I know. Well, that made national news. and that's Oh, of course it like would. It, for all the wrong reasons. You yeah. Know? As a company, yeah. you're like, uh. And, but, you know, one of the things, though, with, like, that story, and I, I attest to Will, because he even explained it, like, bro, Menzies was terrible to their workers. Oh, absolutely. They made them work back-to-back flights. They said, your lunch is like, hey, I have to go to lunch. He's like, no, you don't. You have a flight, you know. Hey, stop it. And my dogs are making a bunch of noise playing around but anyways but yeah so my boy was tired he worked like i think like six some flights yeah and then he didn't get a lunch or a break oh, to, sure. so he fell asleep sure. it happens man what was crazy about that is when i saw it on como four which is our local news station all i saw was his hair and i knew exactly who it was because we know everybody that works at menzies you know there's a lot of samoan people that work at the airport all over the west coast and i knew everybody that worked there and so when he came out the the plane i was like oh it's a skinny dude with long-ass long hair. hair. Long hair. I know exactly who that is. And then everybody was talking about it at work. They're like, oh, you hear about that dude? And I didn't say nothing. I was just like, fuck, I know him. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, right. And But, I mean, that would freak me out, too. Like, the, when they were talking about what he was saying and stuff like that, I was like, I would have done the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I would have called. Like, I did. Today show. Or Yo, something. I did. I would have called. You know how many times I fell asleep in the cargo bin? Oh, absolutely. Just because there's a lot of times where there's like fat breaks, bro. Yeah. Like you're waiting to like for like cargo to come or you're waiting for bags to come. Bro, I, I set up a, a bed for me and I would yeah. sleep on people's cargo. Sorry about that. But I, like, I fell asleep on people's like bags. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening to your guys' luggage in the back behind Sorry. the scenes? Everybody's Fun sleeping fact. in there. Everybody's sleeping. No one cares about your mattress. baggage. 
It's a mattress. But the funny thing is too, as well, like because they teach you that it's like when you're working on the ramp, it's like it's like working in a fishbowl because yeah. everyone can see what you're doing. But I was funny. It was like, well, then what do you call? So do you mean the inside of the cargo bin is the Kessel where you can go inside? Yeah. And no one can see what you're doing. So I was like, okay, because that's what I do in the Kessel. That works for me. Castle. That works for me. Go sleep. The little, uh, little home and stuff. That's little pineapple hilarious. under the sea. Yeah. That's hella funny. Yeah. My, uh, my Gonzaga Bulldogs preseason polls came out. Ranked number one. Repping it right now. Yes, sir. When go is Zags. The, when does the season start? Uh, I believe our first game is like 26th or 27th. Ooh. Ooh, snaps, and it's like some invitational. It's about to be lit. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good this year. I say that every year. I mean, we go to the tournament. For sure. Sweet 16. When I was in uh, Texas, Mikey would have loved this story. It was, uh, oh, dogs are going crazy. Looks like they're not Zags fans. But, yeah, so I was in Texas. I don't like bulldogs. <laughs> no, I don't like bulldogs. We're, we're fucking mastiffs. But, no, when I was in Texas, we were watching uh, March Madness, and Gonzaga's always in the tournament. They always go, like, Sweet 16. And everybody was calling him Gonzaga because no one's from Washington there. They're all from, like, the south or the east coast. And they were like, oh, Gonzaga's playing really well this year. And I was like, it's Gonzaga. They were like, what? It's like, yeah, it's Gonzaga. They were like, we didn't know that. I was like, there's no way. It's Gonzaga. We only know it as Gonzaga. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't really sure how to say it till I got there. But then it's like, go Zags. Yeah. So that's where I got the Zaga. Yeah, it has to be. Not Zaga yeah. or Za- uh, Zaga. Zaga. Or the Zogs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the Saga ge- Genesis? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's a. So, yeah, that's super tight. I'm I'm also interested. That job didn't flow. All right, that, that job didn't flow through. Sorry, guys. NBA startup being in December. Yeah. It's really. I feel like I've just. I'm not even over celebration mode. Like, and then we're going to start again. What? Yeah, the. Uh, the NBA is pretty crazy right now. I, I get why they're going to start the season early because they started after December. They're going to lose a lot of money you know, on TV rights. So they got to take that money out of the players' pockets. And since the players aren't going to be cool with that, we got to play in December. Yep. Oh, well, um, more sports for us, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, like, we're Laker fans and we know LeBron, you know, is advancing in age. AD's, you know, like nursing a lot of injuries. Yeah, they're going to need some time to yeah. relax and. Get well. But you can't make rules for specific players no matter how great they are. You got to be yeah. like, look, this is the best we got right now, and you guys all got to deal with it. W- so. Are they going to, like, do a bubble the whole season, or is it going to be, like, um, I don't know. I mean, the NFL, we talked about this earlier, but the NFL, they're not in a bubble right now. But they've had moderate success, I guess, dealing with the pandemic. I mean, they have had COVID cases, but, you know, the season's been going on, and – most of the yeah. teams have been pretty like decent. The Niner game uh, the, against the Packers this yeah. week, um, someone had a positive COVID test. It eventually became a negative, but they shouldn't have played the game because, like, five people had the test, yeah. test positive the day before. But the NFL is just like, eh, well, everyone's supposed to be separated in their position groups during practice. For sure. But you're, For like, sure. supposed to get team reps. So I don't know. They're just kind of like looking the other way in that situation. I mean, it's a different culture too, you know, when you think about the NFL compared to the NBA and the MLB. I mean, they're different cultures. NFL is like America, right? Yeah. It's a freedom, strength. Like it's a tough game, tough men. You know, we just deal with it. You know, NBA is like, nah, man. I got, yeah, I got shit to do. Man. Leave, I leave got me alone. Kids to feed. I, I don't wear a helmet. Like I'm, I'm my brand. Like I gotta be around. So I mean, it's just, it's just different. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited though. Either way, I'm fine with LeBron uh, sitting out for a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind either. He has to. Like, if we have to take like this eighth, you know, sixth through eighth seed, we'll be in the playoffs, and they're going to be competitive. So I really don't. I don't mind it. So. Yeah, I don't mind it either. Sorry, I had to put my dogs in the the kennel. They're yeah, no worries. Too much noise. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Dogs, dogs will be dogs. Yeah, there <laughs> they go. Right <laughs> yeah, just you know, growing pains from our first episode with uh, our sponsor. Yeah, man, I got two dogs. I got a pit bull and a pit bull Great Dane. Now they're both whining because they're in the kennel. They have a kind of little thing with the Ruger. He's like the actual purebred uh, pit bull. We're his third home, and so uh, he has a lot of separation anxiety. Yeah. Huge, so it hasn't outgrown him. It's still with him. He's a year old now, and it still hasn't changed. Yeah, my dog's like what, almost six. He turns yeah. six next month, December eighth. Wow, happy uh, birthday! But he has super bad separation anxiety because he had to take a plane yeah. from Arizona to Alaska, and that was really traumatic for him, I guess. So, yeah. ever since then, I never kennel trained him. It was just like, <laughs> nah, you're about to kick it with me wherever I go. Yeah, so, they're really oh, he's real chill. <sighs> they're barely in the kennel anyways. A lot of them, they when they, especially when it comes to sleeping, they yeah. sleep with me every night. Yeah. So Yeah, same. I like I like to jump on the bed if he's not super dirty. No. But if he is, I'm be like, sorry, dog. You got to lay on the flow. On the flow, on the flow. So uh, the big news. Oh, wait, the wait, biggest wait. news. There's, there's more that we could talk about before getting because I felt like that's what you got? juicy. Let me know. Are you guys playing fantasy? Yeah, I'm not doing. Squad. I didn't do. I didn't have a good week of fantasy. I got destroyed by 100 points. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot um, of points. Tom Brady did just terrible mm. this week. I weekend. know he put a like a 50 piece and then like a 10. Yeah, against uh, New Orleans. So him, all like the table Jameis Winston gave their playbook to the Saints, <laughs> and they didn't change anything because because if they change anything, it's like too hard for Tom Brady and yeah. all the whole team to learn. So yeah. just like here, learn it what yeah. everyone else knows. And yeah, James knows. It's messed up. James Winston actually came on after the end of the game. And he yeah, did it again. He did his W. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, like go on YouTube, type in James Winston W. It's He's a w. ugly, bro. And James Winston was like, we out here to get a W. And he starts eating. Wait, like, who does he, he play for now? He's on, the Saints. He's, he's on the Saints. He, he, got, to, he got to play at the end because yeah. they were smacking him by so bad. And he ate the W at the post game. But you didn't do interview. anything, though. I know. No, he matter. gave him the playbooks. Yeah, he gave him the playbooks. He did everything. Jameis Winston, I'm going to tell you, you're poop. Retire. Quit. Nobody wants you. All right. I thought it was hella messed up, bro. Like, they went and posted Jameis Winston's workout montage in the offseason. Yeah. And it was the weakest workout montage I've ever well, seen. Well, look at him. It was look just the funniest him. thing that they posted on Bleacher Report. I'm like, you guys know exactly what you're doing. You're just no, trying to clown. Because all their posts about Jameis Winston in season are just clowning on him. And then you post his workout montage, and it's just this weak... Weird. It's him eating W's. And it's just awkward. This is an awkward workout montage. Some positive news because I know the Seahawks lost, but the Giants finally won their. I think either their first or second game. Yeah, you're a Giants fan. You know, Daniel Jones is four zero against the Washington Redskins, and then one and seventeen against everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think Daniel Jones is good, man. He's still young. He's still a kid. He's still learning the. Yeah. You he's know. just on like the worst team. He's getting it's like the Giants are almost as. Bad I'm wondering. I wouldn't say it's the worst team. I would say more so just like. He came from the Ivy League. Like, I'm not saying Ivy League is not good football, but it's like, dude, you don't see the best of the best. And now you're going to the NFL. You see literally 
Yeah, cream of the crop. How many uh, Ivy League D tackles and defensive players are there? I don't know. There's Probably not a lot. Not a lot of coaches, like, though. <laughs> a lot of they're good like, coaches. They're like, oh, these guys are smart. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's just like Daniel Jones came from a league where he went off. Like, he was killing it. I mean, they he played some outer league games, too, and they beat some teams at, at Duke. They beat some teams that are in their outer league, like Boston mm-hmm. College, all them. But it's like still, like, bro, you go in the NFL, he's learning. He's learn- He's adjusting. I mean, Wait, where'd he go? Duke? Duke. Is Duke Look, Ivy League? Yeah. I mean, really? I don't think... Oh, wait. No, they're not Ivy League. Well, yes, they are in football-wise. Oh. Yeah, but the, so they play yeah, the league they play. Stuff? Yeah, they oh, play Oh, wait. No, no, no. No, 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 no. They're not. Who do they play? Duke plays like... Are they, they still in They play... Um, who do they play? They play like NC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're not Ivy League. I take well, that. Sorry, at I the same time... At the same time, they're a basketball school. And so all the basketball schools are trash. They were good that year, though, when Daniel Jones was a senior. Yeah, I mean he's a good quarterback. That's why I like when no, you're I'm saying. No, I'm not saying Daniels are good. I mean, yeah. he, Duke at that time when he was a senior, he uh, they went to like the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they went to a good ball game. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's a lot of other quarterbacks that came from really good schools that are a lot worse than Daniel Jones. Yeah, a lot worse. I think Trubisky. Daniel Jones. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. It's a perfect example. Garbage. He's trash. Trash. And who's who's the starting quarterback? Is it Foles? Yes, he took over. <laughs> but now they're trying to find a replacement for Foles. No. <laughs> Nick Foles is only good in Super Bowls. Yeah, apparently. Let somebody else play the entire like season. Put Nick Foles in postseason. What do you guys think about like the immersion of the Polynesian quarterback? Like we had Tua. Yeah. We have uh, Marcus Mariota. Um, no, I'm talking about just like starters, starter or like people get a lot of play time. So we have Tua, right? Yeah. We got the dude from Clemson, uh, DJ. Oh, here we go. Uyanga Lele. He's bad. He's from California? Yeah. He's really good. He's huge. He's really Uyanga good. Lele. You know how they I mean, you're behind Trevor, Lo- Trevor Lawrence, so that's also a hard one. But Trevor Lawrence has COVID. He might never be the same. Yeah. Isn't he, like, hella big? That he's 6'5", 250. He look, Jesus. He looked good, dude. He's, he looks He's good. bigger than DK Metcalf. <laughs> he runs a Thickness. four. He's, like, runs a four or five, four, six, forty. That is not a... Uh, Textbook or that's not a typical. No, he looks like he's a tight end. <laughs> I think it's tight because, like uh, Jesse, oh shit, <laughs> sorry Jesse uh, Sapolu from the 49ers yeah. lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I think it's super tight that people can now see Polynesians as something other than like a lineman or a linebacker. Seriously? Absolutely. Seriously, I think well, when you look at the the Polynesians that were in the past decade, I mean, you have like. Um, now we're Jer- receivers. Yeah, Jeremiah Masoli. He was really huge. A lot of us like, oh, who's this th- Samoan that's like a quarterback at University of Oregon? And then Marcus Maya wanted to go. And then you yeah. had, yeah, you have that. And then, you have, and then you have Marcus Mariota. You have, you have a uh, tool when he went from uh, went to Alabama. His brother, yeah. his brother now is Tal- in Maryland. Yeah. Is yeah. amazing. He's pretty tight. Yeah. He has had 704 yards in two games. Nice. Yeah. He's man. and man, he has a beautiful arm. arm. Speaking right. about uh, Jeremiah Masoli, we're all very disappointed in you. Uh, <laughs> For hey, stealing computers, but he's killing out of a it in the Canadian house. league, though. Yeah. He's, he's oh. a household name. Old in University of Oregon quarterback. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, who's? I couldn't believe it. This guy was like, they craigged him, bro. He got like fired for stealing boxes. I'm like, then, yo, why so, do you need to steal computers? Like, you're a you're a Heisman Trophy like candidate. Did he win a Heisman? He was in. He was in the top. Yeah, he was a candidate. He was a candidate. He went off. And I was sitting there like, why do you need to steal laptops? He so was he, like a, a Russell Wilson before he Russell was. Wilson. Yeah. He was. But I'd say Russell has a better arm. Yeah. But 
He was still like well, see, making the, plays yeah. like that. Uh, Inspired you, by Michael Vick, I would absolutely. say. You guys probably don't really know about this name because he's at Oregon State, but um, he was a really big... So Jeremiah Mosley was big at Oregon, and then Lyle, Lyle Moival was the Oregon State quarterback. Yes, yes. They were, he, they, like, that's when like we started to see, like, oh, like we're not just DNs. We're not just D linemen. We're not just uh, outside linebackers. We're well, even uh, Tuitama from Tuitama. Arizona. Oh, yeah, from Arizona. From Arizona. And then Solomon good. from Arizona because he also was a quarterback as well. So there's like... It was, Stanford? Cool. Stanford. What's his name? The quarterback from Stanford. Their family's up here. Oh, the Colorado quarterback, too? Yeah. He was someone. So, like, it's cool to see. Like, so, what's his name again from the Niners? That said that. Jesse Sapolo. Yeah, it's cool to see that, like, we're finally getting out of that mold and that stereotype that Samoans are. Yeah, oh, we're just... big. Because, honestly, Samoans are so athletic. It's like, yeah. So athletic, dude. That's like, why. I, I feel like a lot, that, like, sometimes they don't have, like, the talent, yeah, but their sure. athleticism and pure. Yeah. Strength and monstrosity. Yeah, like our cousin, our cousin at uh Universe or like USC, he's the captain for them. He's Polamalu. Polamau. Polamau. He's Isaiah Polamau. He's amazing. Monster. An safety, athlete. right? Yeah. He's a safety. Prototype, bro. You know, he's just and he's just sort of like he's not. So here's the thing: he's like tall, very athletic, but he's like not your typical like. Someone. There's not a lot Someone. of Polynesian linebackers in the league right now. No, no man. There's none that I can really think. Of. I can think of some D linemen. Yeah. No, because like Manti Tell, he retired. Like really? Yeah. I he thought he just king. I thought he got picked up by somebody. Raiders. No, he got retired. He retired. Damn. Yeah, allegedly he's retired. We don't really know where he is or his wife. He's with his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he actually has a fiance. And they take him. They take him pictures. Oh snaps! It's not Lene Kakua type stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that boy got catfish. I'm like, yo, oh, th- it's social media. No, age. okay. People don't realize that situation inspired the TV show. Yeah, yeah. People it did. were like, it did. I was like, what is a catfish? What does that mean? Next, like two weeks later, there's a TV show. Hi, I'm Neve, and we're gonna expose <laughs> catfishes. I can't lie though, too, and this is it only happened some slight instances, so I'm not trying to call the R word. Yeah, it, like right away. But I'm gonna be honest with you, there was a lot of uh, mm. funny racist comments that came up to me when like there was something like, oh, that we don't want another look. Lynette Kakur to happen to used to, and I'm yeah. just like. Just what? Just Polynesian, like it was thing? funny. It, it was, was hilarious. funny, dude. And then it's that I know somebody, guy from California. I know somebody who I'm not gonna say names, but they knew that person, the catfisher. Yeah. And a similar situation occurred to him where they were like, "Oh, this is my cousin." Yeah. And he was like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was. I was like, oh, what? It was sad and he was telling me when when it was all going down. Yeah. He was like, I know that person. I was like, oh, damn. It's sad because apparently he was like also a worship leader too at a church, and like the church was like frowning upon it and just like, yeah, we, he's never served at our church. I'm like, Great. never seen that one before. I was like, yeah, never seen that one before. Bro, like, like speaking of churches, bro. Here's my thing, dude. So Uh-oh. obviously this is Pastor Stu. Here we go. No, no, like it's it's sad because uh, in the church world, um, are you guys are well aware because we went to we went to City Church that one time. We did. You guys know about time. You guys know about Hillsong, right? The, yes. Like that band that came. Yeah, whatever. So yeah. they Pastor have Pastor Smith's uh, backup singers. Backup singers. <laughs> but um, yeah. So they have a campus in New York. It's pretty big. It's called Hillsong East, and it's like they have a lot of campuses in the East Side. Um, and their lead pastor's name is Carl Lentz. Well, the church world took a fat hit because um, he was recently fired from his position. Like, he was, like, the lead pastor of, like, five, like 50,000 people. Why was Dang. he fired? That's a lot of time. Infidelity. 
What does so, that mean? So he, he was um, screwing around. He was, uh, bro. It's it's sad though. Like it's it's just a terrible story, man. So he cheated. He would cheat on his wife. Yeah. Um. The yeah, sad part. Air it all out for the viewers. Well, it's sad though because like and my heart goes out too because he's one of my favorite communicators. But he, um, yeah, he was. Um, he was talking with this woman. She's thirty four, a designer, um, from the Middle East, and she's Muslim. And so already he's like, whoa, first off, whoa. And so he whoa. approached her and he said, my name is Carl, but didn't say his last name. And Carl he says, Weezer. <laughs> and he um, said he was a sports, like a sports agent. like okay. Yaku. And so he rolled with that. And he went on this date with this, this uh, designer for like four dates. And then after the fourth date, the designer was like, are you Carl Lentz? She's like, and so next thing you know, Carl Lentz was like, yeah, like I'm Carl Lentz. I'm married. I have kids. And they still went on dates, and they still hung out, and she didn't, she didn't care. She was like, "Okay, cool." Hey, man, and love is love. <laughs> when you know, well, you know. But there's, there's, a kicker, there's a kicker to the story, and there's <laughs> a kicker to the story. So, and then, so they've been doing this for five months during during quarantine, and yeah. so he came out, he got let go. They found out he got fired from his job. Um, he went out publicly on social media, pretty much explaining that he's unfaithful to his wife, Bruh, And he took a picture with his family. His wife is a baddie. Like I was legit. Like I don't care how pretty the the, the designer was. Your wife is okay. Gorgeous. Uh, check this. You know, have you guys you heard the see song a picture? Felici Los Cuatro? Want to see a picture? Felici Los Cuatro. Oh, you know that see song that by Maluma? Yes, I know that song. Who's this? Okay, Maluma. Felices Los Cuatro. Oh. Okay, the song starts out. The music video is Maluma, he's the bartender. Yeah. And Fez from that 70s show, Wilmer Valderrama, yes. comes up and he's like, you know, behind every girl, behind every really bad girl is a man who's tired of fucking her. Ooh. I was like, oh, shit. We've heard this statement before. I mean, well, maybe that's what happened to him. He's just Probably. Like, yeah, yeah. But she's beautiful. Like, And I'm not bad. I want to I take away. She's well, a beautiful woman. Is he working on his marriage? Or yeah. So, like, they're trying, trying to... slide in her DMs or what? What's going on? They're uh, No, they're trying to work it out. He's probably uh, uh, rededicated. So, like, my prayers go out to the Clint's family. And, you know, it's sad. That's my... That's my... Uh, well... Yeah. Every church, I mean... I th- what is it, like... Uh, People, once you have like a position of power, like all these temptations come and stuff. Yeah, it goes back to that tweet that we were talking about in one of the episodes in season one where people asked Stuart on Twitter, they were like, Hey, do you get a lot more attention from girls now that you're a, pra- a pastor? And I was like, His cup overfloweth. <laughs> Bars. My mom and dad did not like that at all. No, yeah, that's what he but said. It, it's a true thing. And I, don't th- I think it's less about like your title, it's about you being on a stage and you being on a platform. It's, it's a power so thing. Confident. It's like confidence and yeah. charisma. And but it's also a power thing. Like and when if you're you, s- like, yeah, you're there, right? Yeah. And you're giving them attention. Yeah. And they don't feel like at your level, then you're exactly. just like, yeah. damn. That's, and that's why like I'll leaders. Do for you. Like church leaders have to like notice be careful me, senpai. At a time, <laughs> senpai. <laughs> notice me. Well, even now, so like me now, like I'm single. Yeah. So like it's all, it's also like having like to guard my heart, guard me as a person. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart, play your part. You feel me? But uh, it's one of those things where now I have to be like I'm single. A lot of people already are trying to hook me up with their nieces, and I'm yeah. just like, bro, like I'm good. Like, well, see, that's another thing. And it's like a culture in Christian churches that you got to get married quick. And yeah. so if you have... You need to make more Christians. Yeah, you got to, like, make more, you know? <laughs> like, you got to keep replenishing the uh, offering basket, you know? Yeah, dude. And that's the that's the thing, man. And the ministry world, you know, took a fat hit. And he was a big influential leader. And so it's just tough. Tough life. So 
What is your opinion, Stuart? Because you are a praise and worship leader. What's your opinion in churches with the gay worship leader? Because in a lot of churches around America, they got gay church, like praise yeah, and worship yeah. leaders. And it's just never talked about. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, it's hard. And you're you're really going to make me get people to hate me on your stuff. So that's whatever. But um, we grew up, obviously, we all, both, all three of us has grown up in church. And we know, like, this, like, just things that are not okay and things that are sin. All that stuff, all that. Them dudes can sing, though. Jesus, no, they, they can, can. They can. Sing, they got way more bro. vocals. Here's where I stand. Lungs. I'm, here's here's where I'm where I stand. It, it's just such a hard. It's a hard conversation to have, just because of this the icky situation of dealing with, like loving the people but hating the sin. It's the whole rhetoric of making sure that everyone sins. No sin is better than the other person, and that's not what I'm saying. It's just it's hard because church politics plays a real role where it comes to what are we. Like promoting on stage, and so yeah. that's the hard well, we part. We went here. We went here. So no, no, but I, I and I and I'm confident in this because this is, um, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm just gonna say it just because like context wise. Oh my god, are you gay? No, I'm just kidding. We're coming out today, folks. Oh, I'm just kidding. It was a joke. Wow. Season Not two, that that's episode a joke, one. But <laughs> you gotta be sensitive. You to that, are. Man. You are. Uh, for the record, though, before before I even go further, I love people. of... Of Everything, all types, always. I love, I love up, down, left, right. Whether you're left, right, <laughs> up, down, single, left, right, left, taken, right. married, whatever. R trigger, L trigger, L trigger, <laughs> left, right, left, right. Chick code. No, we got infinite ammo in this band. <laughs> um, gay. Uh, what do you call it? Um, you're all God's children. That's what the Pope said. Well, I'm just saying, I love it. I love everyone. I think we need to get back to that instead of really focusing on like who are, who are we platforming gays or whatever like it like i love them they're people so do you think that so this is my opinion on it and uh people can you know comment on our instagram or whatever but my opinion on it is that most gay worship leaders can fucking sing yeah and they're very entertaining on stage so like they bring people to the church and that brings money to the church and i feel like a lot of pastors don't make them step down because they're like yo we're benefiting off of your talent and that's that's how I feel about it. And I've seen this movie play out time and time again. And no one ever talks about it, right? They just let it ride because that boy well, can sing. I, there's nothing to say. Like, let them do them. You know, if we're yeah. going to be counting sins of everybody in the dang church, like... Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not calling it a sin. What no, I'm no, calling no, it saying, is just... Like, yeah. They believe it to be a sin, but they're not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. Is what and, I'm that, saying. and that's just the toughest conversation about it. And so, like, because then... I it's funny because I advocate a lot for my my brothers and sisters on LGBTQ and and how like their stance on church. It's hard because especially now like a church is rising of progressive Christians where they believe that you know, you know, everybody Most people are leaving the church. I don't know. Well, like actually, like there's there's a church in San Diego, so I follow him on TikTok and he's a um, he's a gay he's a gay pastor and you know it's crazy. A lot of it just like of what things are changing in this world. We're now progressive Christianity. Is a thing, well, so. you had a. Uh experience and this will be a segue into us talking about what i was trying to talk about the uh the big news but the election with the church and it's election it's election season why i guess season's closed (laughs) but you had some you know had some dealings this is this is stewart's episode because he's this is his first episode so you had some i love it i love it it's heavy it's heavy yeah you had some experiences with you know christians voting a certain political direction yeah and they voted, you know, Republican. They voted for Trump for, you know, reasons we spoke about in the past, like gay marriage, abortion. That's why they vote Republican time and time again, right? Pro-military, pro-God, all that good stuff. Prison so, reform, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, fuck, fuck life. Fuck life that's living, I guess. 
Only <laughs> unborn lives matter. Yeah. But, yeah, you dealt with that. And so, I mean, with Christians a lot, like we talked about in the past, gay marriage and abortion. That's, like, the biggest problems, which is why I feel like it's super hypocritical that they put gay worship leaders up on the stage and they sit there and go post on Facebook and stuff like that. They want to, like, illegalize gay marriage. It's like, you guys are super hypocritical right now. I would I'd be kind of I would just be careful with this generalizing because there's a one type of church that's really big on that, and I'm not gonna like put it out there, but it's a church that we all know. It's the music we actually like, and it's like, you know, it, it's it, it doesn't. Oh, Tillsong United. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I can tell you from the denomination that I'm a part of, they don't promote that. And they don't care if you're a good singer. They don't care if you're if that's your life. Like we don't platform you. Oh, kind of like Kennedy High School. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> like it's it's. Ooh. No, I mean. No, yeah, seriously. so JFK, like John Kennedy High School, the school me and Stuart graduated from. They had a gay teacher who just got two. married. Two. two. Yeah, but, but one, one of them got married. One got married, and so their spouse had posted pictures. Yes. And he got fired. Uh, they both got fired. I guess. Yeah. yeah wow. And there was, like, big protests. I actually went to the first one. Yeah. You know, and to go check you know, it out. Wow. Sad. Yeah. It's, it's fucking wild because, again, if they open up their own Bible, they say, like, all sin is sin, right? So you should be, like, you know, kicking other people out for other Who shit they did. Who did Jesus do. kick it with? He didn't the kick sinners. it with the people that went to church every day. He didn't kick it with no. folks that was supposedly too good for everybody. No, he was out there in the streets. Running with the fiends. He got crucified. He was a sinner to the people, you know, the powers that be. They thought this guy was radical and wild, Truth. so they yeah. killed this Truth. Man. Truth. You know, if Jesus came back, man, he's probably up in one of them homeless camps over there under the city. I won't be honest with you. I bet he would be at Chaz hanging out with the people yeah. at shop. I'm not going to put that on Jesus' name. I don't know about that. That's I, a wild place to be. Why? why? Well, I don't see why not. I'd say he'd be with the uh, society's outcast. I think he would be with them, just ministering in a way that could, they can understand. I think Jesus is here right now with us, oh, well, listening to our podcast. He's omnipresent. He's yeah. everywhere. Anyways, go Zag. So, <laughs> God damn, we're talking about religion for hell long. So, where were you guys God at? Bless. God bless. Yes. Where God were y'all? God bless America. Nowhere else. <laughs> so, where were y'all at when? this past week? November third, all all week, twenty twenty. Where were you at during the election on election night? On election night, Tuesday, I was at my house and I was yeah. watching. I was just watching the states and I was like, "Wow, a lot of people voted." That yeah. was that was my first thought. Broke wow, records. A lot of people voted, and I was wondering how come some states can count super fast and then other states take super long. Nevada, we're talking to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you understand, like, the Pacific Northwest, it's like, no, there's no way you're going to vote around that. Like, Washington, Oregon, California, as soon as they got a certain percentage of, of votes that were going towards that way, and there was a fat margin between him and Trump, they weren't even going to be like, yeah, it's no point. Yeah, so I was just at home, but I knew it wasn't going to be Tuesday. I knew it wasn't going to be Wednesday, It's Thursday, never been that way. Friday, yeah. no, I was like... They're going to wait it out as long as they can. And Nevada, they run all the bets on everything, so they're going to try and be last. <laughs> well, like in 2016, though, it's like it did, we didn't find out two days after, but we all knew already. Like, you get, you get what I'm saying? Like It's projected. Because it happened at Tuesday. Like, that's what happened or whatever it was. And then two days after, like, we already knew by that time Hillary lost. Like, we all knew. Yeah, it's projected. Like, we literally saw all those states turn red. Michigan, Wisconsin, all those places turn red. And we're like, yeah, she lost, bro. Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's really easy to tell when you look at how many Democrats and Republicans are registered voters in that county. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there like, okay, well, there's X amount of registered voters that are Republican, and there's you know X amount of votes coming out of this this county. So it's like, but also voting. We can infer. In 2016, voting was at an all time low. That's because we just we were riding the high of Obama. We that's were exactly like, what it this was. This was so tight. <laughs> for yeah, for because eight years, we're like, bro, uh, hey, bro, yeah. bro. It's legal. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. You just went from, like, the first black president who's cool as fuck, and now you're going to go to this old white first lady whose husband cheated on her. Like, this isn't really, like, that fun to vote for. I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> mm. You know who was fun to, fun to vote for? President Donald Trump. That is entertaining yeah. as hell. Like this guy says whatever the They're fuck. Like, he how wants. bad can it be? What's like, oh, the worst you can say? It. <laughs> entertaining. You know? I'm the best president there you ever know, was. And never the craziest be. thing is like, you know how every president has like a great quote. Yeah. yeah. Something inspirational. They said the only thing I can ever think of whenever I think of Donald Trump is so I moved on her like a bitch. <laughs> what the. Really? I, I say that in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing I can really think when did of, he say that? The oh, only uh, catchphrase I can, okay, when what? did he say that? That's when he said I grabbed her, grabbed her by the pussy. And oh, he said the same video. Yeah, that's that preludes it. He's like, I moved on her like a bitch. Mm-hmm. When you're famous, they let you do that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. The I only like, thing I really damn. Only thing I could think that's of. That's not inspirational. Don't be inspired by that. No, 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 no. that's like Call of Duty. That, that's talk. not okay. That's toxic Call of Duty <laughs> talk, guys. Sorry. <laughs> But uh no, the only thing I could think of with Donald Trump, like the only like it's two words, fake news. It's literally the only two things I will yeah. ever remember Donald Trump. Like, the fake news media. I've never heard fake news said so much. Okay, here's one thing I do think about Donald Trump. and I said this in two thousand sixteen as well. Yeah. What if what if he's so bad that it gets everything all fixed? <laughs> so Mike that was one thing I was going to touch on tonight because you said this like during the election, not even at the end of it. You were like, what if Donald Trump just reveals all these bad things because he's so bad we finally notice it? And yeah. I was just like, exactly. oh, That's, shit. Like, maybe we should do something. Maybe we should get more involved. And which is a big thing with Donald Trump. I'm like, every time some, he does something, and I'm like, isn't this illegal? It was like, no, it's not technically illegal. I was like, really? Maybe we should, maybe we should talk about this. Yeah. Like, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. I thought it was wild, you know, on election night where he went and spoke to his campaign team and his voter base and children. And he was like, at the end of the night, we were up big. It, it, we, we were supposed to win. And in my mind, Count it. we yeah. won. We did win this election. Then the whole room went crazy and clapped for him. I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing uh-huh. I've ever seen in my life. And then Rudy Giuliani goes on there and he says, yeah, in the middle, middle of the night, 4 a.m. in the morning, they just... Found 100,000 ballots. I was like, yo, they didn't find them. They counted them. They might have counted them the night before and waited till the morning to release them. You know, they're like, all right, it's like 12 in the morning. We need to go to bed. We counted these, but we'll give them the voter count in the morning. That's very, like, like I could see something like that happening, and that's why, like, in the mornings, it was so quick. You know, you saw the voter count. I was like, yeah, they probably counted the night before, you know, but they're not going to drop it, you know, in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. these motherfuckers got to go home. Like, and it's crazy, like, they talk about voter fraud. I'm like, how come it's only Democrats that are po- capable of voter fraud? If voter fraud is a thing and it's possible for people to do, then don't you think that there would be a mixed amount of voter fraud Wouldn't across the board? Wouldn't they have done that board? for Hillary? And then why did they flip so many House seats? So many Democratic seats went red. 
yeah, like I was literally in that level. I was about to say that because like that that was my argument today, like today on Facebook, because like I literally said, so if voter fraud was the thing, right? Because obviously it's a thing. Then like a landslide. Well, that means well, for instance, though, that means that means the the house seats are all rigged. That means the because it's on the same ballot. It's on the same ticket. Yeah, the governor. It's all like so that means these because like on Democrat. Okay, but then now that means the Republican seats that were filled for the Senate and the House. That's rigged too. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's only so it's only to fit what narrative that that's that's why I'm so not triggered but so irritated by this whole voter. Why fraud. would we want to just get the president there? Why would why would a voter that doing do voter fraud do that? Like yeah. the Senate is. If we're going to do some voter fraud, we're going to go all the way. We're yeah. not going to half ass it. And when talking about the Senate too, we're waiting on Georgia right now because they have until it's like December. I, I forgot it's like the date, but yeah. they're. It's you can still register to vote. I think and, it's December 1st. And now, if you turn 18 before December something, you can now vote. So, like, it, George, yeah. George, I don't know how to say that. George, Georgians. Georgians. Yeah. Those uh, youngins that are going to turn 18 before December, you guys can vote. They're Americans. For 17, for uh, your uh, two Senate mm-hmm. and seats. And that guy's good. Eros or whatever his name Depending is. Depending on who you ask, if you're, a, if you're a Trump or Biden supporter, they'll point fingers at the other candidate and be like, oh, they probably think that. If they turn 18 after December 1st, they're still legal yeah. right now. How mad is Hillary? Th- That's what I'm wondering. How Honestly, mad is she was not the right candidate. She was not. I she thought I, when she lost in 2016, I told my dad because we were watching the whole election. I was like, Biden should have ran and he could have won. He could. Yeah, fresh he off the presidency. He, he could have won. won. He would have won. He was he younger. He could have asked Obama to be his running mate. He was, I don't know. He could have. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Switch but, it. He could have done That's Michelle. I could top bunk. He could have done Michelle. Nah, Michelle don't want that. She's like, she's done. She's trying to like live with her family yeah, and yeah, like yeah, have yeah, a good, yeah. you know. Like she's living Maybe life. Maybe Elizabeth. Maybe. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I like then he would have just called her Pocahontas so many times that the American people have been like. That's too. That's yeah, we fuck with Pocahontas though. I was actually so when you watch the debates, you know, watch them back. I was actually extremely impressed with Biden and how he took. You know, Donald shots off because we talked about this before. I was actually really worried about Joe. I was like, yo, he's going to troll the fuck out of him and he's going to derail the conversation. And Joe's going to look like a like bumbling old man. But he was he was solid. I thought he was more solid than Kamala, but he was solid as hell. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Shout out to her. Good job. Kamala. Madam Vice President. That has a ring to it. It has a ring to it. I like what she said, too. It's like, because everyone's pushing the race thing, you know, like she's the first African-American woman. Indian, too. With black. Well, that's what I'm cool. But the thing she said to respond, it's not that, yeah. I. it's more so that I'm proud of to be a woman who is now, who is the first woman to be yeah. uh, vice president to inspire young girls all across the United States that you could do it, too. She had, she had the phrase of the entire election, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Yeah. That was the phrase of the election. She did like, not do Ooh. well in that debate, though. I mean, she was all right. It was Joe Biden had the fly, or not Joe Biden, the Pence. Mike Pence had the fly on his head, so it didn't really matter what she said. Well, Pence didn't do well either. That whole debate was a snore nah. fest. All I could think about is the fly. The I, <laughs> I saw that shit. I was just like, can someone I'm tell him? Fly. And the, the most ruthless thing about that was, uh, was Kamala. She saw the fly the whole time, and she didn't say anything because she knew. She's like, I'm not going to say shit. Like, he's going to look <laughs> dumb as fuck on social media tomorrow morning. Everyone's like, "Don't flies poop?" <laughs> so what? So what are your thoughts now? Since we're like now, it's like we're dealing with this whole controversy. Where do we go from here? Like what? Like bro, yeah. what? Like what is? Like right now, like Trump is pushing these. He's lawsuits. not even gonna leave, bro. 
He's no. Like, who is the Secret this Service? Is this is him. Who are they loyal to? That's what it comes down to. Are they gonna be? Are they loyal to America? Because they're the ones that protect him, right? Yeah. So if they aren't protecting him, what the fuck he's gonna do? They he can't for- fight. They have to force him out. Imagine Donald if Donald Trump Jr. can't fight. Imagine when the electorates go to Washington, right, to validate you know their states, and the electorates flip. Can you imagine? Like, I can see a scenario where that happens, and the electorates are like, "Nah, we're gonna go red." Yeah, and it's it's all just to start mass civil war. You think so? Well, know, then yeah. it just but because the, then obviously it goes against our democracy, and it even goes against the Constitution. But but also so as well, it's like now you're showing America that truly your vote does not matter. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that I'm surely it pushes that narrative. I'm learning so much right now. By guns, yeah. Be a legally registered gun owner. They're not selling. They're not like giving out those right now. Yeah. Those gun licenses. By appointment only. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I'm learning so much in this election, pro- election process. And I'm sitting there like, damn, there's like five different scenarios to where Trump wouldn't have to leave. And I'm just like shocked. Like, will they happen? No, they're unlikely. But it's just like, I'm learning about all these different things. And like, it, and they schemed it this way too, yeah, man. Whoever's working on his campaign, God damn, it's like a. Yeah, pretty House of Cards. Is that yeah. the one with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you know, it's hard to take real, any of them real. seriously because for weeks and months, they've been talking about voter fraud because they knew they were going to lose. Yeah, they've been hyping it up. They took yeah. the mail processing things out. Oh, yeah. Like, it was all part of the big scheme so that, like, he could say that, oh, on November 3rd, I had won the election. Yeah. I knew he was scared. Here's the thing. I knew Trump was scared when he defunded the U- USPS. Yeah. I knew the Which we story. talked about. I knew that. I knew he was scared because he knew mail-in, mail-in ballots were going to be huge in this yeah. election. And it's, it's crazy that you listen to Republicans on social media and they talk about, you know, how come all the mail-in ballots, how did you know that they were going to be Democrat? And I'm like, all you guys have been talking about for weeks is that how you're going to vote in person because mail-in is like suspect as fuck and none of you guys are going to mail your ballots in. But now you're going to sit here and act surprised that when they count the mail-in votes, they're like 89% Democrat. Democrat? Because and people care that there's a pandemic that's yeah. going around And this Democrats world. respect the pandemic by and large and by and large Republicans don't. So of course they're going to vote from home. We voted from home. Yes, sir. And I would have gone to a poll except I was busy as fuck. I didn't want to take time off work. So I was like, I'm going to just vote early. send my they, sh- yeah. So right here by my apartment, I live in the city of Kent. They had the shower center. They opened it up for voting. Yeah. There we go. And, you know, like, there was this this mass, like, pop culture movement for everybody to vote. The NBA, NFL, they're pushing people to vote. And because Democrats know that when you have high voter turnout, you usually win. And when there's low voter turnout, if the race is close, even if a Democrat wins the popular vote, if it's close, Republicans usually take it with the Electoral College. Almost nine times out of ten. They're loyal as AF. They yeah. just will go out, rain, sleet, snow. I'm yeah. out of here. I'm going to vote. Can we it, say something about the sports now? So, since you just said sports. What do you mean? I, I find it very funny because like, when it comes to s- politics and sports, like obviously Fox News had everything to say about LeBron James. It's funny, though, when the, the ones the like UFC, right, those two fighters that are really outspoken Trump yeah, supporters. Yeah, we talked about them. They're like, oh, they're patriots. When Drew Brees talked about like Colin Coward, how you didn't support yeah. it. Oh, like it's good to see Americans in uh, in the uh, National Football League standing up and speaking out. And I'm like, it's only that fits you. That's yeah. why I'm just always irritated because of it. Yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy. It's just hypocrisy is at an all time high. So hate to see if it. you were going to hate vote to against Trump, I feel like the strongest argument against him is what he's done in terms of divisiveness you know mm-hmm. like trump has literally just turned us upside down like everybody hates each other right 
the country, you saw the vote. It was literally split down the middle. Yep. Like the margins were so like you know close for Biden. Like if if Biden doesn't do as well, like by like. 10,000, 20,000 ballots in a county, he's going to lose the election. Yeah. And we're literally split down the middle, and that is ne- it hasn't been this bad in years, right? And then you talk to a Republican, they'll say, oh, I think racism started because of Obama. And I'm like, oh, well, what, what did he say? Right? And then they kind of sit there, and I, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what he did. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's who did he drone? Yeah. And, I, and I'm sitting there like, yo, and I asked this one kid there, because it's like, I have a friend, super conservative. He's a nice guy, but... We were talking about, it and he said that exact same thing, like, oh, I think racism started with Obama. And then I asked him a question. I was like, do you think that racism, like, kind of came back up during Obama because he's black? Yep. You Did know why? Why? No, you know why. I, I mean, mean, I know why. I'm I know. just saying. No, because I, wanted, I really want to talk to your friend because it's like, yeah, it probably did come back because when he won, there's people showing Obama freaking uh, being hung by trees. Tell them to go back to your country. Go back. Where's your birth certificate? It's, dude. Yeah, I mean, we were in high school in 08 when Obama won his first election. I was 17. And, yeah. Fuck, I wanted to vote. And so we were, we were cool. talking in Miss um, Caldwell's American government class or American history class. And she asked the whole room what they thought. And she asked people to, like, go on whatever side of the room you're voting for. And a girl came up, and she was on the Republican side of the room. And she said, I think that people are only voting for President Obama because he's black. And then Casey Burns, sharp as hell. Shout out to Casey Burns. Very sharp. Casey responded, and he said, well, do, is that, does that mean that you guys only vote for presidents because they're white? Ooh. Oh. And then I stopped, and oh. I never really thought about it like that. And I was like, oh, well, they've shit. They've always have been white. They've so. always, been white. always been white. And these are white people saying this. And so he was like, so do you vote for presidents because they're white if you're telling me that I'm voting for presidents because they're black? And everybody got real quiet. They were just like, Yikes. like a head-scratcher thing. It's it wasn't like question. they got offended. It's they were true. just like... Huh. And they kind of like looked up, and it was like that moment of like you broke through that privilege for a second, where they really sat there and thought about it, like, oh shit, like maybe I hate on this dude because he's black. You know what I mean? It's like maybe, you know, like maybe this is how they feel. They're just like, oh damn, all the presidents are white. Yeah. You know, we don't have representation in that. And like, yeah, that's we powerful. Can... I wish I would have thought. Yo, sick. That's shout to Casey that's Burns. Crazy man. I mean, because that's a real thing, dude. Yeah, it was a crazy election, and I love seeing the meltdowns on Twitter. Did you guys follow President Trump on oh, Twitter? Man. It was tough to watch. It was entertaining, though. But then even, <laughs> dude, but even, like, put away the color. Put away his race. Like, literally, we were at the, we were in a recession with George W. Bush. I lo- and don't get me wrong. They're actually really good friends now. No, they're great friends. Because guess what happened? You know. When he has Ob- a crush on Michelle, I swear. I think he does, too. They used to be hugging her. Obama, this is, this is why I love Obama, you know. Right when Obama won. And through the first like few months in his in his pre- presidency, guess who was at the White House almost like every other weekend? George, George Bush, because he wanted to hear him. He's like, "Dude, what did you do? I don't. There's some stuff I don't understand. I need to learn from you." And they became the like cl- very close friends. If that's not bipartisan, well, I mean, I, before Donald Trump, George W. Bush was like everyone was like, "This was guy's wild. the worst." Yeah, he was wild. This guy's the worst. He it? Well, he kind of was. We're not even at war right now. Isn't yeah. that weird? It's wild, right? Like Donald Trump's the first president to not go to war. Yeah, it's pretty but crazy. But he kind of went to war. He went to, like, a trade war. He did go to a trade he war. He did kill a... a the Iranian... Iranian yeah. dude. The general. Oh, yeah. We almost... Went, World War Three. That's how this year started. That, that was the that. first crazy event this year was World War Three, quote-unquote. And then Shoot Kobe... Those stupids. Yeah. This has been <laughs> start to finish. This has been a wild year. I mean, this is the most, you know, 
This is how to work out. We still have it. one month, two months left, guys. Two What's months gonna happen? left to 2020. Knock on some wood. Nothing's going to happen. Gonna Lord help us. It's gonna be Alex like Trebek passed away. Like rest in peace. Oh. We lost Alex so Trebek. many. So many people. Who is the smartest guy I know? Come on. That's the answer. <laughs> Alex Trebek. What is the smartest person? Who is? Oh, would it be who is or what is? I don't know. That's uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. That, that's what I'm saying. Jeopardy. Yeah, it was funny because when he died, I started looking at uh, game show fails. I don't know how I got on that, but I was trying to see. Uh, I never looked this up before, which is pretty crazy, but it was uh, cheating on uh, who wants to be a millionaire. Oh. Yeah, and there was this one dude, and he was on the million-dollar question, and the host, who was just like a fill-in host that day, he looks at the guy, and he you could see the wheels turning. He was starting to figure out that the guy was cheating because whenever he would get stuck on a question, he'd hear a cough in the room, and it was his fucking wife. And so he would be like, uh, he would read each question, each answer, and then his wife would cough. He'd be like, uh, A is uh, electron, uh, so B I have is... electrons. It's <laughs> just a cough. His wife's all Googling it. <laughs> I know. And then the guy looks at him, and then he won, and then they didn't award him the money. They're like, you guys were cheating. We looked at the camera. Like, we looked at the film. Your wife's cheating on you. Like The best one. She's cheating on you. The best cheating one on is uh, this one guy. He, he was smart as heck, and he just breezed through the whole thing. He got to the end, and he's like... On the million dollar question, he's like, oh, I'd like to use a lifeline. Oh, yeah. I'd like to phone a friend. Can, can you call my dad? Hey, dad. I'm about to be a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, the answer's D. Final answer. Bad. Yeah, he was like, Dad's like, he's like, Dad, I don't need your help, but yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> that was savage. I, I was like, what is savage? Goaded. I'm trying to do it. My guy's goaded forever. And he didn't even show no emotion because he's just like this. And he's just like, I, you know, I won a million dollars. I was like, it's okay. Jeez. Oh, also, I just wanted to say, uh, so since it was my birthday last week, I really appreciate everybody showing me love. You guys Venmoed me some cash. That was freaking awesome. And, uh, yeah, just uh, we really wanted to hurry up and get this episode out because we really missed doing this. Yes, and we sir. missed you all. Yeah. And we were excited to add Stu, our sponsor, onto the podcast. Well, shout out to y'all listeners because, like, for you, your listeners now too. Because you're, too oh there's gosh, a ghost, ghost in, the in here. But um, no, there's like, like for both of y'all birthdays, y'all were getting blessed, bro. And Venmo, I was like, sheesh. All I know is since I'm new on here, can y'all hook a brother up, bro? Come on, man. You see what we're working with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. We're in my one bedroom apartment trying to record all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. You know, every week we're hoping to improve. We're gonna get better. Um. We're going to maybe get some green screen or some background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add some curtains. Every week we'll add uh, one thing, and you guys have to try and see what we added. Well, first oh. off, for those who are listening, we're actually recording this on the... Did you guys say that already? No, we're we actually filming footage, and we're going to be doing it with multi-view, and we're going to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. So, what's up? Watch out. Emerald what's Perspective. Up? We're coming. So, yeah. So, I think uh, that's a good challenge, Mike. Just uh, Great challenge. spontaneously came up with. Off the top. Off the we're going to add one item... And we're going to keep decorating this corner. And you guys have to guess. You know, we'll, t- we'll post a picture to the IG, and you guys have to guess. And the winner will get some type of yeah. special prize. And then the following episode, uh, we'll explain what the piece is and what it's about and give you a little perspective. Ooh, I perspective. like that. Was it, hey, you guys got any shout-outs this week? Oh, uh, if you guys like Among Us. Among Us. Yeah. We've been play- we just played some Among Us before 
Uh, we started recording. It was super fun. We were cheating. We were cheating. <laughs> super super and cheating. they found out because those kids are smart. They're man. smart. They're like, are you guys communicating right now? We're like, are what? you guys on a call, a Discord call? Sus. Uh, and I was like, it was like, man, Discord's for squares. I'm actually FaceTiming Orange, <laughs> which Orange was LJ. Snitched on me. <laughs> Snitched on me. But yeah, yeah, if you guys are playing Among Us, uh, DM us on Emerald Perspective 12 on Instagram and we'll run some games with you guys. And hey Mike, what's your. Uh, among Us name. My name is Fizzy. Stu, what's your name? Maui Khan. My name is Eclipse. Eclipse. Ooh. I shadow you, bro. Eclipse. I'm always shadowing you. Um, shout outs. Oh, um, dang. I don't have my other. F- oh, yeah, I do in my pocket. So my dad, he makes T-shirts. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, Screen print? Yeah, well, we'll put the link up on the Instagram. Nice. But so EP they merch? They are... No, it's not for us, unfortunately. But I yeah, am no shouting him out because oh. they are tight shirts. LJ will like them. They're called Do the Russell shirts. Ooh. Do the Russell. Go hot. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like Russell doing like a little hustle. Oh, it's one of those kind of shirts. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, it's a lull. But uh, I mean, like it. If y'all, y'all want to pick one up, we'll have the link in the bio or something like that. Russell 2024. Yes, sir. Stu, you got any shout-outs? Shout-outs, 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 I want to say to all my Target crew, because I work a second job, yeah. my Target crew, general merchandising, my yes, homies, the inbound okay. team, my teardown team, all of them, bro. Killing the game. Give me an Xbox. Oh, I'm about to buy it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> the Series X is coming out Which tomorrow morning. Which one are you going to get? The dope one or the... Uh, oh, the, the big one. The black freshy. one. The black one. The big black one. The big black one. <laughs> the little white one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the voice The change. crazy like thing the is that Target, because they're selling both that and the PS5, yeah. and they're Ooh. not allowing in-store buying. So like you have Jeez. to buy it online, and then you come in and pick it up. Okay. Oh, so you can't just say, I'm taking this one, I'll leave the receipt. No, because then I'll get fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get fired. Rats. I want to shout out our number one fan. Well, one of our number one fans. We have two number one fans. But JD... Oh, little bro. JD Faumu, the little bro. Yo, JD has been a massive supporter little of our guy. podcast. He's our little brother. He's our little cousin. And he loves it. He listens it. He listens to us during work. Always has feedback. Always has positive things to say. So we appreciate you, JD. We love you. I'm geeked, Caddy. JD's nickname bro, was. Can we J- have him come on and just perform? Yeah, now that we yeah. are recording perform. video, we can uh have our folks on, yeah. so just to sing something. DM bro. us, and we'll get something arranged for our followers. We got a lot of talented friends. Yeah, we got some singers. We have. Hey, maybe if uh, we bring some, we can oh, go to a studio. Oh, I got another shout out. Shout out to my boy Heem. Yeah, Heemery. Heem, DJ you know, Heem, one of the OG inspirations. Yes, sir. For the Emerald Perspective, uh, he's doing his. Only. <laughs> he's doing a little DJ thing. Um, nice, killing it. So he's killing it. You follow him on Instagram at Heemry, H E E M R Y. He did like this DJ set on a really nice hill in San Francisco. He lives in San Francisco, so it was really sick. He was on Twitch. Yeah. So follow the Twitch if you find it, if you really care. But yeah, shout out Heemry. I see you doing your thing. And he was with my one of my college friends. Sure. His name was Alan. Ooh. And I was like, damn. Well, shout out to Alan, too. Get him, son. Yes, sir. Well. We're really excited to be back. Sorry it took so long. We really appreciate you guys. This is a wrap for Season 2, Episode 1, and we'll see you all later. Yes, man. Yes. Have a wonderful week, y'all.